Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast, where performance meets spirituality and you get all the tools you need to unlock your next level of badassery in life and business. I'm KDB, airline pilot, human design coach, side hustle extraordinaire and crazy cat lady, and I know what it's like to have a vision for your life that is so big that it feels bananas. I know what it's like to be busy and still want to live an abundant and fulfilling life. And I know that you have everything you need to achieve all of that without burning out. I know you're going to bring your dreams to reality. How do I know? Because if I can do it, so can you. Each week, I and a series of guests will share human design insights, manifestation secrets, energetics and mindset tools that you can use to start stepping into your power as the conscious creator of your most aligned life. Buckle in, baby, because it's going to be a sweet, sweet ride. Welcome, beautiful soul, to another episode of the Level Up with KDB podcast. Oh my goodness, we are at the other side of Chrissy and on the home run to say goodbye to 2023. Can you even believe it? Oh my God. I hope December has treated you well and you've had some time to relax. I've just had the most fun December. It's always a great month for me because it's my birthday month and summer here in the Southern Hemisphere. So I just love all the silly seasons, socializing, but... Honestly, most importantly, I freaking love swimming and all the time we get to spend outside. Sorry for all the Northern Hemisphere crew listening. I know you're in the midst of probably some snow and cold and all that good stuff as well. But God, I love being a summer baby. Hey, and you get your turn as well, right? (laughs) Anyway, I'm so, so glad you're here hanging out today. I have got an awesome episode for you. Joining me today is Holly Daniel. Holly is the owner and CEO of Collab Summits. She's a well-known marketing strategist for female coaches, course creators, and membership owners. With eight years of experience, she values collaboration over competition and is striving to create opportunities for all women. She has successfully built a six-figure business and is ready to show you how to do the same. Today, Holly shares her story about manifesting her current business, and it is a really cool story. We chat all things online business, and Holly shares some super impactful tips about how to have success as a business owner in the online space. Before we jump into the episode, I am beyond thrilled to tell you what I have been working on over the last few months. Level Up Side Hustle School is opening late January. This school is born because I heard the call from you. I have had so many conversations over the last nine months with women who have been feeling the pinch of rising costs of living and wondering how they can take back their power and have more financial fun. Some people I had spoken to had already started side hustles, but were feeling a bit overwhelmed and confused. Others were just wondering like, shit, is this even for me? Like, can I do Can I start a side hustle when juggling multiple responsibilities like work, family, a busy social life? Is side hustling really an option? 
I've spoken to women who are looking for a side hustle that can provide them with extra income, a creative outlet, and just help bring soul level satisfaction into their life without burning out. The doors to Side Hustle Startup School aren't actually open yet. They're opening late January, but I have awesome news. You know, everything I do is in the name of supporting you in creating your most aligned, abundant, and fulfilling life and business. And one of my goals this year is to make huge transformation as accessible as possible to as many people as possible. What that means is that I have and will be committed to creating offers that are super accessible, starting with my very first offer, which is available today and for a limited time is absolutely free. Let me tell you, if you have been pondering how to create more abundance in 2024, this workshop is going to save you a shit ton of time, energy, and money. This offering is called Decode Your Side Hustle Potential, and it is a life-changing workshop that will guide you step-by-step through the process of understanding if starting a side hustle in 2024 is your answer to creating more abundance. This incredible workshop is designed to guide you through understanding how your current skills, your current time and resources can be applied to starting a side hustle and give you a peek behind the curtain to what it looks like running a side hustle as a busy full-time worker or mum. This is a vital piece of the side hustle puzzle that too many people skip because between you and me, side hustling isn't for everyone. And if you dive in full of new year enthusiasm but lacking clarity, you have the potential to waste time, energy, and money. And I just really don't want that for you. You deserve better. And you know I'm not going to BS you. I respect you too much for that. So if you've been wondering about how to manifest more money, create more abundance, and are just even a little bit curious as to if starting some sort of side hustle is right for you, but maybe you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, a bit confused, a little bit unsure, and would just love to know, is side hustling a good thing for you to do this year? Then you can grab Decode Your Side Hustle Potential now. By the end, you'll have all the clarity you need to know exactly what your next best aligned step will be and if side hustling is for you. You can grab that right now by clicking the link in the show notes. All right, my beautiful friend, without further ado, enjoy this super inspiring conversation with the talented Holly Daniel. Welcome, Holly, to the Level Up with Katie B podcast. So grateful that you've been able to take some time to come and yarn with me and share your business story with our listeners. Yay, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So can we just start? Can you just tell me what your business is currently? Yes. So right now, my business is helping uh, other female coaches or course creators create um, growth um, scaling their business to the tune of six figures. So really looking at um, some strategies to put into place that can help them build their email list, build their Facebook, show up, be confident and and really help change some people's lives. That's amazing and so needed because I think a lot of coaches and content creators started their business with the idea of like, yeah, I just want to help people. I've got these incredible skills, very compassionate, soul-driven, soul-led humans. And then they start their business and like, holy crap, like what is all this marketing? What is all this social media? Like there is just so much to it, hey? 
And so did you see your niche clearly from the very beginning? Yeah. So um, interestingly enough, I started about eight years ago in the parenting niche. So I was kind of just, um, I was blogging back then and I was just kind of telling my story of um, living my life with my children, really, you know, and just saying what we were doing and it really started to gain traction. And so I was able to kind of from there, slowly, step by step, take these actions that, you know, like you said, marketing, social media, all of that kind of stuff, dip my toe into each of those things slowly while I build that business. And um, for me, I saw a lot of success in that business. I actually ended up selling that business um, about two years ago. And I've switched now to teaching all those strategies that um, I was able to use to see success in my first business. Oh, that's so amazing. And I think it's kind of a journey that like a lot of people go through when they're, I mean, having success in business and then being able to teach other people how to do that themselves is so vital and such a really beautiful way to start your business, your new business. So how did you know that it was time to say goodbye to your previously successful business? <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting, actually. For me, it was more about like following my passion. So I had hired a coach and she helped me to see, um, you know, what did I want? It's such a question that women really don't ask themselves so mm-hmm. much, right? And and so I really stuck with this question for a good six months and this idea to sell my business came through, but I really had to sit with it and and decide like, is that something I want to do? Am I ready to part with it? Because there's, you know, I built it from this teeny tiny baby mm-hmm. business to six figure business. And I was just like, for me, it came down to passion and talking about parenting. I was not as passionate, I was passionate about talking about parenting as I was talking about business, talking about, um, you know, talking about business to business conversations versus mom to mom conversations. And it wasn't that I didn't like what I was doing. It's just that I liked something a little bit more and I couldn't, I didn't have time for both. I had to choose. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that, that next business kind of won that little, (laughs) that little battle, but, um, it's really worked out for the best is another beautiful owner into that business now. And she's doing all the things with the marketing and all of that now. So it's worked out for the best. Yeah. I think it's so important too, to give yourself that space to check in with like you said, what you actually want, what is, because it always is shifting and changing, right? Even the iteration or your new business, I'm sure, how long has this business been up and running for? Um, So I've had this business for a couple of years now. And the last um, six months, it's taken a whole new, you know, turn and kind of pivoted in its own right. So yeah, I totally know what you mean. Like, you always have to check in and just to make sure that you're still aligned with the direction that you're heading in. Is it still something that you want? Yeah. And I actually think it's a constant evolution. Like I think it just never stops shifting and changing because you as a person are growing and learning and you've got all that wisdom that you've, you know, gained through experience and that's just never ending, right? And so over time you get to kind of put all that experience into your cauldron. And so what comes out the other side is always going to look different. But do you was it hard for you when your coach said to you, like, what do you actually want? Did it 
did you feel like you already knew? Like, did you have an underlying sort of niggle? So for me, I like, I really couldn't hear it. My true answer was, I don't know. And it was, Mm -hmm. I don't know for such a long time, but I mean, not that long, but like probably my whole life before that, I was saying, I don't know. And letting everybody else make choices and, and just not choosing. Right. But just having that awareness that I'm saying, I don't know to everything really helps me, you know, be like, Oh, why am I saying? I don't know. I do know. I want blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. I just speak up, just say what you want. So there's a lot that goes into that one little piece. Right. But, um, for me with the business, it was, it was, just like a random thing that popped up. Somebody else in my niche said that they were selling their business. And I was like, Oh, maybe I could do that. Mm. And so it was just like that. It wasn't like something I had been thinking about for a long time. It was just like, yeah, that little idea. And then eventually came to fruition. I think from the time I posted my business for sale, um, which I sold it for over six figures. So it, it was not, you know, just something like there had to be a certain buyer, right. That was able to come in and buy that. And so it took about, um, so like eight months and mm-hmm. it was like on the market <laughs> and, and yeah, for it all to finalize. So yeah, trust holding the faith. There was a lot of patience, <laughs> all of that going on. <laughs> yeah. I love that um, you got sort of an external catalyst, which was seeing someone else's post about them selling their business and you had this response that was obviously positive you were like oh okay that's interesting and I just really want to know Holly do you know about your human design <laughs> I was gonna say you're the human design expert you would probably know I'm, so I'm um, a 6-2 manifesting generator okay um <laughs> But I do know, I've read a little bit about it and I do respond, like I need things to respond to. So I can't remember what that's called in your human design, but Mm -hmm. I do remember that. So even like using, um, what is it, a pendulum just to like whatever, yes or no. And then I can respond, like, do, do I agree with that? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's such a good tip. Yeah. So your strategy, which is how we're designed to attract opportunities and synchronicities in our human design. So yeah, yours is responding. And um, so what's interesting about that is that we really need to be open to external cues as generator types. So I'm a generator, you're a manifesting generator. We've got similar energy. But it can be really confusing, especially in business, because we will often create our, like, we'll be responding to our thoughts rather than an external catalyst, you know? So Mm. um, it's really interesting that it was, you know, you saw something through a a post on social media and then you had this response in your body. And, And what's really cool about that is even having, when you don't know anything about your human design, most people have been living their design to some degree for their whole lives anyway. It's just that when they uncover their human design, they're like, oh, okay, this is just giving me the the playbook to to help me really utilize this in a really empowering way. So that's really, really cool. And so has that strengthened your trust and your ability to know what's best for you, like that process? Um, Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of holding the faith in that, but I honestly, I've I've have a lot of evidence in my life that miracles happen for me. Mm. (laughs) So I honestly like, Yes, it's strengthened it. Everything that happens always strengthens it. But like I've 
you know, I say entrepreneurship is the the best personal development that you can do because <laughs> you just go through that. Is immediately when I got into this world, I was already like being subjected to, um, you know, law of attraction and all of those kind of things right from the get go. And and you know, after wearing me down, I really realized that, like, you know, I was trying to be really grateful and writing the grateful list, and then I'm like, oh, it's not working. Things aren't selling. I don't believe in that. And then I'd be back for more. And then, you know, so there was a lot of that in the first couple of years, like trying to figure out what I believe and and what I see. But once I tapped into the evidence, like, like you said, with human design, even though we don't know what it is, we're mm-hmm. still living by that. Right. So this is kind of the same for me in my manifestation and miracles. It's like if I look at my past before I was even thinking about the word manifestation, miracles, human design, business and any of that, it was like, oh, wow, that time I got that job and blah, 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 you know, like that. How did that was that's my evidence. And so I kind of built my like little personal book of evidence to like remind myself when I'm in, you know, the void Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm I'm having patience and having faith. And I just remind myself of all of those things stacked up collectively in my life that it's all working out for me. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's so important to, to have that process of reflection. And because always in retrospect, we can see like, holy shit, that was panning out exactly the way it was supposed to. And most of the time, Holly, I don't know if you have this experience, but most of the time for me, it's not the way that I want it to. It's not the way I imagine it to. It's like, I've got this plan and the universe is like, (laughs) yeah, that, that could be cool. But like, let's just do it this way. And then so all these opportunities drop in and you have no idea often when you're in it that that is even something that's in your highest and best. And that's why I think learning to trust yourself and human design is such a beautiful part of that, like learning to trust that response, learning to get to know what you actually want, how it feels in your body when something is positive, when it's negative, when you're being drawn towards something. And so that whole process of like reflecting on how miracles unfold. Have you got one particular sort of miracle manifestation story that you like just think is just one of the coolest things ever? (laughs) Oh my God, there's so many. I guess one of the biggest ones for us, like, oh, so I met my husband backpacking in Australia and he's from the UK. I'm from the United States. So that in itself is a miracle, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> but he he came back with me. We got married. We had our first baby and we were like, oh, we really want to move back to Australia. So we called everyone we knew in Australia. Do you have a sponsorship, work sponsorship? No, 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 nothing. Okay, fine. We'll stay in the United States, live our life. We forgot all about it. A couple months later, we're looking at houses to buy in my hometown in the United States. And we put an offer on the house and they were like, no, it was what they wanted. Like it was the offer they were. So like, why are you saying no? What in the world? Like, fine. Went to a different house, put another offer on. No. Went back to that house, tried again. No. We're like, oh, I guess we aren't supposed to own a house, you know? And just a couple days after that third um, offer that we put in, we got a call from my husband's um, friend saying, do you want to come over on work sponsorship to Australia? And now for the last seven years of our life, we are now citizens in Australia. And it was just because we planted that seed, you know, six months prior, like, oh, let's just go see what we can do. Well, we can't do anything. We need we need the universe as a help of a miracle, but you know, and we let it go and then it just mm. came to us. So that was such a like, whoa moment. <laughs> uh, I know. And time and time again, I've, 
when I talk to people about their manifestation successes and definitely in my own life, the biggest lesson or the biggest, I guess, helpful piece of information that I think always, always comes up is you got to let that shit go, like plant the seed and don't be so, don't grip so tightly because you got to like be grounded in your day-to-day life. You have to just be following, living your life because I think what happens sometimes, especially in business is you get so attached to an outcome that your brain is just like completely preoccupied with the vision that it's so stressful. It's so anxiety ridden and there's no room for the universe to do its work because you're trying to control everything. It's like the ultimate Mm. micromanagement, right? But when you, you plant the seed and then you, and to be honest, I don't know about you, but I've done it by default, not because I'm so great at surrendering, but just because I'm really great at enjoying my life and just being grounded in the day-to-day. But now that I know how powerful it is, it makes it even better, right? But just yeah. sowing the seeds of intention, talk, always talking and and being inspired and wondering what you might do with your life, right? Wondering is like the best way yeah. to plant the seeds and then just keep living your life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And even, you know, with kids, it's so easy to get wrapped up in like not negative things, but, you know, school and da da da, and you've got all the things and da da da. But yeah, having that wonder and, and just keeping your imagination alive and, um, you know, what if, what if this, what if that, you know, and, and being excited about something, but then, yeah, just kind of not getting stuck. And I say all the time to my clients, like, okay, if you've had a goal of 10 K, this is always the goal, right? 10 K yeah. a month, 10 K a month. And you actually start repelling 10 K a month when you put that pressure on. And it's like, but people come to me like, oh, I've been stuck at 7K a month. It's been stuck here for not years, probably usually months, right? And I'm like, okay, well, why don't we just go for 13K? And then as soon as the pressure comes off, they can move. And it's just that one little mindset. It's not even the strategy in those circumstances, you know, when it's like they're putting so much pressure on a certain number. Mm. I had that experience myself. So I know that, you know, holding on too tight is not the answer, right? surrender. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Actually, what you just described as well, I was listening to a podcast, the, I think it's the mind your business podcast. Oh, don't quote me on that. Anyway, uh, they were talking, there was a guy on there who is really incredible at coaching people to develop new skills in really fast time. So he's a world-class juggler and he came from a circus family, but he was not naturally gifted and he didn't start his training to become a juggler until he was I think 10 and in the circus industry you pretty much need to start from birth otherwise you're just never going to make it right it's a super competitive industry and so he practiced and he practiced he was putting in like 14 hour days practicing and he got really good but never good enough right anyway that led him to develop a method uh, that supports people to push past their their blocks you know their when they've developed their skills to a certain point they just can't get any better and one of his tools is to actually always be aiming for past like shoot past where you even think is possible because if you don't then you're limiting your growth and that's that's part of what you just described as well right and I found it really interesting because he also spoke specifically about he was talking about learning guitar and I play the piano very poorly but um 
you know, the common method of teaching people to learn an instrument is to practice your scales, do all your things like warm up your fingers, do all that. And then afterwards, after you've done that, then you start learning the new piece of material. And he said, no, start with the hardest part first. Start there because that's going to push you and then it pushes you into your growth zone also while you're fresh as well. So those two little pieces of the puzzle, I was like, that's so interesting because it uh, really transfers to manifestation like beautifully, right? Like just just dare to dream so fucking big and then who knows what's going to unfold. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. What is it? Shoot for the moon and land amongst the stars? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like people have been saying these things for so long, hey? And and then yeah. you like you get lived experience of it and you're like, okay, now I get it. Now I get, I get it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what has been, I mean, you're a seasoned entrepreneur with two successful businesses under your belt, but what has been the biggest challenge and what's been really vital to helping you stay focused and keep moving forward? Oh, I don't know. For me, it has been a, probably a, a multiple multitude of things, right? Like there's so many different, you know, juggling acts coming to mind as you're just speaking of a juggler. But the number one thing I think for me, I, so recently I actually went in and did some work in, under a, like a multi-million dollar coaching company and I was able to really see my gifts and how unique I am in the way that I think and the way that my brain works and I'm a very organized person I'm very um you know I have a very clear strategy in my mind and it's not that everybody has that you know sometimes you have these gifts and you're like oh well everyone has that everyone they don't everyone is so different that your gifts are probably right in front of you and you're like thinking that this is just something common that everyone has, but truly, truly almost every little piece of, of what you're doing and what you're capable of is unique to somebody or some, you know, certain niche that you're in. So for me, that was the biggest thing kind of seeing um, and different ways, right? That happened differently in my parenting niche when I was just you know, I was just talking about my family life and, you know, crafts I was doing with my kids and stuff. And I just was, I wanted to, I'm, you know, copywriter by um, this, like writing is my thing, right? So that was really where I was going with the blog. It was like hobby. And then as soon as it started picking up, I was like, oh, not everybody's doing this. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was in the same way. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'm happy to share. I'll just share more with you, you know? And that's when I kind of got into more of the social media and email list strategies and all of that. But in the beginning, it was really just sharing what I was doing. And, and those are your unique things about you. So I think, you know, showing up, that's probably another one, you know, showing up through the hard bits, showing up through, you know, the things you don't always want to share. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The more you show up for your people, the more they're going to show up for you, I think. Yeah, for sure. And do you think that having, like, what is it that helps you stay connected to your little piece of magic? So you've obviously identified that you've got skills and talents that come really naturally to you that, you know, you might not have necessarily identified, but they were unearthed through your business journey, which I actually think happens a lot as well. And I think that's part of why a lot of businesses evolve so much, especially in the first mm-hmm. like three to five years. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of noise out there and 
especially in the social media world, you know, there's a lot of people doing similar things. No one will be able to do exactly what you do in the way that you do it. What helps you stay really connected to your voice and your authenticity? Yeah, so I guess connected to my voice is really just about like, the more, this is kind of like a chicken and the egg situation, but the more people you work with, more clients you have, the more like hands are hands on you are with your clients as far as, you know, answering their questions, seeing what the problems are that come up for them. They, they, they unearth the new things that need to be answered. And, you know, it's like an, it's, it's a revolving, you know, like, yes. I don't even know. And, and so it comes up in that way where it's like, you're connected because you're continuously growing with them. And you I mean, you only need to be a few steps ahead of wherever the people, you know, and you can grow together in that way. But you know, connection in that way, like I said, chicken and the egg, because you've got to have the clients to have that experience. But even before that, it's like just showing up on social media or in your emails or, you know, wherever you like showing up, mm. you know, if it's a blog, if it's Pinterest, it doesn't really matter. It's, if it's something you like, your people will find you there and yeah. they will engage with you and you will be able to connect with them personally i love facebook live i love video that's my thing so it, that's how i connect best with my people but everybody's different so i can't say that's going to be for everyone <laughs> no for sure and yeah i totally agree with you i think finding your little sweet space your little part of the online world that you actually enjoy is just super super important because I mean, you can spread yourself really thin trying to do it all, but like, why not just do the stuff, focus on doing the stuff that you love doing really, really well. Did you know that you loved going live and doing video already? Is that Did that happen organically or was that outside your comfort zone to start with? <laughs> Let's not pull up my very first Facebook live. How about that? <laughs> Let's not pull up. Oh, I hear you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's a skill like anything else right sure, but sure. you know you just you got to try it out you got to give it a try and then you know if you like you can't say you don't like it if you've never tried right I tell my kids that at dinner every day <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you know <laughs> yeah it's so true and you know I my first business coach she really encouraged me to go live and I I gotta tell you Holly like before every live I I literally needed to poop myself. I was so nervous. I was like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then, and then slowly but surely, you just develop those skills, right? And I love, yeah. I love the interaction. Sometimes I want more. You know, there's something kind of strange about it being kind of a one-way conversation, but it's a portal to deeper connection because it helps people get to know me. And there's no hiding when you go live, right? Like you know, inevitably people are going to see that I'm a potty mouth and this weird sort of hybrid, you know, very left brain, right brain person that does all sorts of weird and wonderful things. They're like, how does this fit together? And they can only see that when I show up live, right? There's no way through copy or anything like that you can do it. So I also like you, I really love going live as well. It's so cool. Hey, <laughs> it is, it is. And I think you can personally, the way, the reason I love it, it's just like, exactly. You can get to know somebody so much faster in a 15 minute live session, how they talk, you know, where they're from, whatever it is. And you can, you know, Facebook live, you can talk in the comments so you can still have that connection back and forth that way. Um, and so it doesn't end up being, you know, like 
sometimes Zoom calls can be really long-sided both sides. And so it can kind of be like hours. But if you are on a Facebook Live, you are still in that kind of authority position. You're leading the call. You're leading the live. So you're able to connect with everyone there. It doesn't just get taken over or anything like that. But yeah, absolutely. It's so interesting. Yeah. The first, the first Facebook lives and all of that. I used to read from a script. I had every single thing written out and then it went down to an outline. Now I'm like, oh, well, I trust that everything that comes out of my mouth is what's meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. And I was the same, but I think that's um, part of developing your skills as well, right? You, you, if if having a script helps you feel confident enough to show up, then freaking do it, right? Like just yeah. do that and then you'll find your way. Actually, I when you were saying that, I was just thinking, um, I don't know if you ever saw it. So uh, you're in my skin and hair VIP group and I go live in there every now and then. And a couple of months ago, I went live and I hadn't really, I just knew I wanted to go live and I just hit go. And then I looked and I was like, oh, I've got dribble all down my boob. I had no, <laughs> what it, I had no idea what it was. I just had water like dripping down my boob and then I dropped something and then it was just, the whole start of the live was just a like hilarious like it was just a shocker and I thought Do you know what a lot of the women in here are business owners themselves and and you know we got to show up just doing our thing and yeah. being human and making the most ridiculous mistakes it's I got no shame mm-hmm. anymore hey I'm like this is it this is me I'm here to I'm here to help you I really want you to get the best out of our relationship so if you have to see me with dribble down my boob then so be it <laughs> real life right real life and and I think the more real you are and the less um you know the less scripted that you can be like you said there is a process and you can refine the skill using those tools but the more you do trust yourself to show up and and say whatever it is that needs to be said the more you know like you can show up with dribble on your boob and everything's going to be fine because you're still going to you know like maybe somebody needed to see that you were just normal, you know, and maybe somebody just needed to see that, you know, somebody else is having a bad day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I, in my experience, I just think the more you show up, the more confidence you build. And actually, it's really strange, this whole you start your business a little bit like a an infant, I suppose, where you are kind of the center of your own universe. And even if you started your business to be in service of other people, you are really like very me focused because you're so excited about growing something and manifesting for yourself. But then as you start to show up and share your gifts and serve your community, you realize like, actually, it's got nothing to do with like me. It's My business is really nothing. To, it's, it's not about me. It's about like showing up for other people. And that helps. It helps you because you go like, get your, I mean, our ego is beautiful and it's got a place, but like, just, let's just put the ego to side for a little bit so we can show up and serve our communities. Right. And it makes everything else feel a lot more organic, I think. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I remember doing like an exercise, like a journal prompting exercise, um, maybe like a couple years into my business. And it was like, you know, how, how will your business change the world? Like, how is it impacting the world? And it took me a little while to think about that. But I stuck with that in my mind so much for the following like three years that I owned that business. And that's when it really took off when I was able to really connect it into like a bigger vision, connected to humanity in a different way, ripple effects past my lifetime. You know, when you can connect into that, that's when the magic starts. It's not just money. It's not just a job. It's like, 
I'm changing the freaking world. Like, let's go. Yes, so beautiful to hear you say that because I think a lot of incredible business owners and women in business in particular, soul-led businesswomen, are just doing the most incredible things and don't even recognize the amount of impact, the ripple effect that they're having. Mm. And so, oh my goodness, if you're listening, if you're a business owner, if you're listening, just know that what you're doing is way far and beyond the Facebook Live. It's way far and beyond the PDF download. It's like you are changing fucking lives and you should be proud of it. (laughs) Yes, 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 absolutely. (laughs) So, Holly, what is the thing that you're most proud of in your business? Oh my gosh, the thing I am most proud of. uh, You know what? It's probably, you know, balance, right? Mm -hmm. I'm able to... um, it's school holidays, the kids are home, like I'm able to do like one or two hours of work a day and then just set it aside. I made a go on holiday. We went, we just went seven nights to um, the Sun Time Post the other day. You know, like we're able to kind of have that work-life balance where you can take the kids to school, you can pick them up, you can have Fridays off, you can go to the gym, you can look after yourself. There's time for everything. When you have those right strategies in place, and you are earning, you know, whatever, it, whatever amount you want, really, but whatever it, your goal is, you get to that point, and you can just really coast is what I call it, you know, because you're there, you've arrived. And now it's, let's just enjoy life. Yeah. As we were before, like, if you don't enjoy the ride, you're going to be stuck in that control phase and you're going to be, you know, pushing for that 10K month and however many months are going to go by and you'll be just upset that you don't have your 10K month. But all that time has passed by. You could have been enjoying just life every day. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Such like <laughs> words of wisdom, Holly. And right? <laughs> yeah, so much. and I'm so glad that you are. That's the thing that you're proud of. I think that's just so amazing because it's not without work that you find balance. And by work, I mean, probably intention. You have to be intentional mm-hmm. to find balance. And that's a constant process of checking in with how you're feeling energetically, what's happening in your family life, what's happening in your business life. So yeah, so amazing. And I'm so happy for you that you've found that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what would be your biggest lesson or piece of advice that you'd give anyone that is in pursuit of their online business dreams? Mm. Yeah, so one of the things I always say um, to my clients, to my non-clients, to anyone who will listen, <laughs> is really just to keep showing up. I remember when I was first getting started, And I would launch a course, I would launch a product, whatever it was I was launching. And, you know, maybe nobody bought, maybe one or two people bought, whatever it was, it wasn't what I had, you know, what my hopes and dreams were, what my goals were. And it would take me months to get back on that horse, to get back up and launch either the same thing or something else or whatever it is. I would just stop. I would have to completely disengage from it and then get back in. And over time, and this, you know, sometimes people can do this really fast and sometimes it takes people time. For me, it took time. But now if that happens to me, because it still does, like those things still happen when you have success, it just means I get up and I, and I just keep moving. I don't let it take me out of the game for weeks or months. I just get up and keep moving and taking action and showing up and, I think that's something I said earlier. It's just really showing up for your people. Even, you know, not doesn't have to be selling every day. It doesn't have to be posting every day, but 
you know, don't take yourself out of the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, actually, I saw one of your posts the other day and you said that one of the pieces of advice you gave was to sell something every month. And Mm. it was the first time I've ever A, seen that or B, thought about it. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting because I haven't been, um, not for any other reason than I hadn't thought about it. And I was like, yeah, this this is inspiring and I'm going to try it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like that. Either you aren't thinking, you don't know any better because you don't know, you haven't thought about it, right? If you're responding, I don't know what your human design is, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but the other thing is it's, it's exactly that. It's so that you don't let yourself take yourself out of the game. It's like just every single month sell something, whatever it is, high ticket, low ticket, whatever, the same thing every single month, doesn't matter. What matters is that you are getting back out there. You're getting back into the game and you're putting yourself out there again. means you're getting better at showing up, means you're getting better at handling disappointment, handling success. You've got to be able to handle both sides, right? So sure. Yeah. Yeah. And also like that is the valuable feedback that you need to be able to uh, do that process that we were talking about earlier of constantly like um, looking back, what worked, what didn't, evolution, like you, that is how you evolve is by showing up because you you can't if you're if you're doing the same thing on repeat without reflecting on how it was successful or what worked and what didn't. And so I, that is part of the reason I love that piece of advice because I was like, oh, that's really such a fun way to be more intentional with like my feedback process. It's like, j- let's just use a monthly sort of selling or launch style to see how it works, what I am good at, what I'm not good at and what I can shift on the other side of it. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you were inspired. <laughs> yeah. I, I Isn't that so funny? Hey, like you probably, again, we were saying before you, your Facebook posts, the way that you show up, you have no idea the ripple effect that it's having, you know, you know, have no idea who it's going to resonate with. And yeah. I just really think there's something so special about showing up, sharing your magic. Like it's such a gift. It's such a fucking gift. And I wish um, every business owner would just give themselves more time to reflect on how much they're offering and how much they're being of service to their communities. It's so cool. Yeah, it is a beautiful, beautiful way of looking at it. And, yeah, you know, you'll get there. You'll get there. And if you haven't, do those journal prompts. Like just ask yourself, how is it affecting the world? And ask yourself, you know, how how is this having a ripple effect past my lifetime? Mm. You know? Yeah, so good. Yeah. So good. Well, Holly, congratulations on the huge success of both of your businesses. And I'm so excited to see where this business takes you. I'm sure it'll, you know, who knows where it will lead, hey, but I'm really grateful to be in your circle and be on the receiving end of your magic. Um, Where can our crew at the Level Up with KDB podcast find you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you are more than welcome to join me inside of the Collab Lab for female course creators. It's a Facebook group. Um, We have all sorts of fun stuff going on there. And um, yeah, definitely come check us out there. Amazing. Yes, I have been on the in the receiving end of the Collab Lab and I think it's an amazing space to be. So definitely encourage yeah. anyone listening to get in amongst that and yeah, soak up Holly's incredible wisdom. All Thanks, right, Holly. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. All right. See you. <laughs> see you.
Thank you so much for joining Holly and I today. I am hoping that you're feeling inspired to show up, share your magic and serve your community in the way that feels really good for you. If you'd like to join Holly's Facebook group, the CoLab Lab, you can do that through the link in the show notes. Don't forget to grab yourself that free Decode Your Side Hustle Potential Workshop that's also available through the link in the show notes. And as always, you can download your human design chart from there as well. Wishing you an absolutely fabulous new year. I'll catch you back here next week with the January energy report so you can see exactly what energy you're working with and infuse your new year intention setting with all the magic of the solar transit through your human design chart. Until next week, take care, keep milking the shit out of life, and I'll catch you in the next episode.